I am trying desperately to figure out the rhyme and or reason to this illness. Now, last night, it was difficult. It was all I could do to get home. My husband's like, you just sound so bad. I'm like, but I feel so good. (laughs) I've been in so much more pain than I have and been sounding this bad. To sound this bad, but to not be in pain is not bad. And for whatever reason, I oh, there goes my shoulder. It's lifting back up. I tell you, I've got to keep pushing it down. Maybe I should put, nobody will remember this, but Robert Conrad, who was in Ba Ba Black Sheep, the Black Sheep Squadron on NBC back when I was a little girl. Ba Ba Black Sheep. It was the Black Sheep Squadron, I think in World War II. And they were fighter pilots. And he was super strong. And he always said Battle of the Network Stars. And he was the captain. And so was Mr. Kata, Gabe Kaplan, for the ABC team. And they were very diligent and strong about winning. Oh, and Telly Savalas was the coach for CBS. But anyway, he would put, like, I think it was a Duracell battery on his shoulder and go, I dare you. I dare you to knock it off. And that was Robert Conrad. So anyway, getting back to my story, I don't feel as bad, but I was so hungry when I got home. My husband made me a barbecue sandwich. He was bringing things to me. And I, he set the barbecue sandwich on my stomach, and I said, yeah, it looks good. When he walked in with his, I said, I'd like to have one. He said, well, you can have the one that's on your stomach. And I went, oh, thank you. I was so doggone just wasted from, I don't know if it was the lack of oxygen to my brain. Was I spoonless, matchless? I have absolutely no idea. But you heard how I was speaking in my impromptu event You heard how things were going for me, and I have absolutely no idea why I was just losing my ability to do everything, and today, I'm still a little woozy, and that might have something to do because my husband was off today, and we had this concoction maker, and he made strawberry daiquiris, and I thought, well, okay, I'll try one, and I don't do that. They say don't mix alcohol and pain medication, but if you do it properly, I think it might not be such a bad idea. There's not much that helps us with our pain. So if you can really monitor and take a little bit of the alcohol, and it doesn't take much for me, and then just maybe one pill. Remember, this is all from the patient's perspective. None of this is supposed to be taken seriously and or medical advice. It is not. (sighs) Let's just rest assured that. But, you know, I feel pretty darn good. (laughs) (laughs) but back to yesterday I ate the barbecue sandwich and then I think I kind of dozed off and then I was like I think I'm hungry and then he brought me in some strawberry ice cream and then I was like I feel like I need something else he goes cake and I went yeah but I didn't want to do like he does and mix the cake with the ice cream so I was eating my mini pound cake in one hand while eating the ice cream with the other because I didn't want my food to touch. I didn't want it to mix, but I liked them separately. Then that was good. Then I think I dozed off a little bit and woke back up, and the way I was acting was if I was drunk. And I said, I'm hungry. He goes, again? And I'm thinking, why are you complaining that I'm hungry? Because you always, I won't use the word complain, because I don't eat. I'm asking to eat. 
and there was no way in the world I could walk a straight line, even squeezing my butt cheeks together, because at this point in time, I just couldn't focus, but I knew I needed popcorn. So he brought me three bags, and I ate them, and I didn't like it, because I had already brushed my teeth, and I was ready for bed, but I had to have the popcorn. So I ate the popcorn, and I'm drinking the water, and then he looks at me, and I think he's about ready to fall asleep, and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get some more popcorn, and he said, you're not going to make it, and he went and got me three more bags, and I ate, and by the third bag, I thought, I think I'm filled up. For the first time, I think I'm filled up, and then when I woke up this morning, my ability to walk was not very much well there. But I tried so my son could get up and go to work. And then I came back to bed, and he brought me a soda pop, which I was grateful for, and then a honey bun. But I don't like to eat sweet things and drink soda at the same time. It's just not how he can eat a candy bar and drink a soda pop at the same time is beyond me. You have to have salt if you're going to have anything, and I would just prefer to have the soda pop. But I had a little bit of milk and a honey bun, and then... A few minutes later, he asked me and insisted that I have an egg. And I was like, well, I guess a fried egg sandwich. And I could put lots of salt on that. So I had a fried egg sandwich. And then he went on and he was doing some things. And then he cut his finger on the blade of the concoction maker. And I thought, well, maybe that's because we haven't used it. He goes, I agree. I said, so what do we do? He goes, let's remedy this. And he said, let's make a drink. And I said, okay. Well, I had gone in because he cut himself and took over the duties of cleaning out my upstairs pantry. I was sitting on a stool, and I'm going, okay, there goes my left side. And I was like, okay, I'm feeling the pain. And honestly, my body, I think, is hurting because I am pushing my left side down, and it doesn't like that. That's like I'm training my body to be in proper position, and my body would rather be in improper posture than improper posture, evidently. And it doesn't like change, much like myself. And I realized that, man, I'm sore. So I'm sitting on the stool and I'm organizing a few things in the cabinet, which is something I wanted to do anyway. And I'm pulling things out and making sure everything looks good. Ah, there you go. I'm getting stuffed up again. He couldn't believe it. Because he said, man, you sound congested. I said, but wait. And then I repositioned my neck like I'm doing now. I can breathe through my nose. He said, well, isn't that the darndest thing? I said, I know. I said, that's why it tells me that it's fascial adhesions. Just like when I had problems breathing. And the doctors said it was neurological. Scott Birch, the EDSPT said it was neurological after he had had me do these neck exercises. What it was, was a fascial adhesion moved every time I was doing the neck exercise. And every time I did it, it positioned it differently to where it got lodged and attached, started to attach to the lungs, my nerves in the lungs. And then it was between the shoulder blade and my spine. And once we released it, the ability to hold my neck was given back to me. The ability to breathe, 
was given back to me, much like repositioning my neck. So I say heck no to the fusion surgery. At least that's what I say now, and I'm bound and determined not to let that happen because I do not want and or need another surgery, at least in my eyes, and I am determined to fight and win this battle. So, there you go. Just reposition my neck. I can inhale through my nose. My husband's just like, wow, maybe you're on to something. I said, hopefully I am. We'll find out because I'm working on it and I've got my appointment on Tuesday. So we'll see if I can't release adhesions in my neck, which will make it so I can breathe again. I can breathe again. What was that? Da-da-da-da. Was that? Oh, that was that Peter Frampton. Do you do feel like I do? The one where he goes, wah, 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 the mouthpiece thing that he uses. ZZ Top used it for one of their songs. I think it was Just Got Paid Today, and he really liked that song and wanted to know the instrument that he used, and his manager found out, and then he used it for that song. And I don't think it was just got paid. It was another one. Something about something on the next, the nightstand. And it wasn't Pearl Necklace. But anyway, you can see how annoying that this can be at parties and stuff like that. But when you're in radio, you have to come up with these little things because you've got to fill up time because dead air is not conducive to making money in radio. It's not conducive to making money in a podcast either, but I'm not making money if I talk every second. But hey, I'm trying. We're going to get sponsors, and that's what will make the difference. And eventually, we'll be moved to the forefront in the search engine because we're going to have so many followers. And I thank you for those that have joined us. And we're still in like, what, 27 countries? And I'm so excited because, I mean, South Africa, so excited. I mean, everywhere. Bahamas. All of these, I've been to the Bahamas, but I, I did. I took a flight. That was a long time ago, many a night to spend a, a Christmas Eve. This is when I was younger and just didn't care and could spend money and do whatever I wanted because I could make it the next day. That was before, you know, life hits and everything cruel happens and you've got to reevaluate and get back into gear. But I can't believe I think I am on to something. Not alcohol and pain medication, but although it does seem to help a little bit, it is the fascial adhesions in my neck, which is making it impossible for me to keep my sinuses clear. So again, you just need to stay tuned and we'll find out together if I'm correct or if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I'm so excited. I've got an interview in the can that I am going to play for you on Monday. I've got more coming up. We just have to line up our time zones because I've got people from Belgium, people from Oklahoma, people in Chicago, people in California and Australia. We've got to arrange those time zones and trying to coordinate. And I like to do everything, like I said, when my family's not in the house because me being up and spending time with them has been so limited of late. <laughs> and when I say of late, I mean for the past couple of years. I mean, it's just, I just, I don't want my family eating another meal with me on the bed. I don't want 
my family to have to keep coming in and telling me goodbye while I'm in the bed. I want to be up and I want to make a difference. And I hope the Ehlers Danlos Society takes me seriously and is willing to give me a chance to be an advocate. I would love to do that. And then I could get a little EDS thing by my name. Not just that I have it, but that I'm doing something. I mean, like Jenny DeBond, I know she does a lot and she's affiliated with them and everything, but not everybody can afford what she offers and not everybody can do what she does. I popped my pelvis out doing Jenny DeBond stuff. It just wasn't for me. I do isometrics. That's what I can do. And sadly, not anybody just offers that. So I'm trying to throw it out there. So why can't my advocacy come through a podcast? Through running a Facebook group. I don't know. I've spoken to three people this morning, as a matter of fact, via text messaging and messenger and stuff like that, listening to what is ailing them this morning, and it just breaks my heart. But I didn't have an advocate there for me. I had an advocate, but she never responded. And... I know that as an advocate, you probably have this illness as well, and you can't always be there for somebody. And maybe that's what's happening to me. I'm breaking my back trying to be there <laughs> to, you know, to meet all the time zones. It doesn't matter. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to welcome as many people into the groups as I can. Sadly, last night, my husband kept saying, Christy, put your phone down because... He would walk in and the phone was laying on my chest and you know how they tell you you don't you don't uh drunk dial, you don't get on the computer when you're drunk and stuff like that. Well, I was H E D S drunk. That's what I'm gonna call it when you lose all your faculties just because of whatever reason your body just doesn't want to cooperate. And I was trying so hard to to, to do my welcome messages and go through the profiles and I could barely hold my phone up and then I'd drop my phone and then I'd go to pick it back up. So I have to catch up from yesterday. But I was trying like crazy, but I couldn't do it. Yes, H-E-D-S drunk, heads drunk. That's right. We're not drunk on alcohol, medication or anything like that. We're just drunk because our bodies can't stand us. (laughs) We're just drunk because our bodies aren't, Wanting us to get up and do something. Our collagen is lacking. Therefore, our bodies don't want to work. Now, I have no idea why my right eye is just giving you the sexy wink at the moment. And I have no idea why... Oh, there goes my left arm going up to my ear again. I put my shoulder down. I have no idea why our bodies get out of alignment... And that's all our bodies know. And when you try like heck to get your bodies back in alignment, it's like pushing a spring. It's like every time I push my shoulder down, there's a spring pushing it back up, pushing it towards my ear. And I have to keep pushing it back down. And trying to reposition it is becoming quite an annoyance. But it's an annoyance that I take upon to defy. I am going to make sure that I beat this daggone shoulder popping up to my left ear. 
It hurts. It hurts like the dickens, and it feels like I've worked out. That's why I can't do Jenny DeBond's exercises, because little things like this, which is probably considered an isometric exercise, tears my body up. So I can't do your pelvic bridges. I can't do your little things, Miss Jenny DeBond. So we need an advocate that understands those of us that can't do squat. Just getting up in the bed to eat breakfast is about all we can do, and sometimes that doesn't happen. But that's what we need, Jenny DeBond. We don't need somebody that necessarily has a Pilates degree or has all the fashion knowledge in the world. We need somebody that understands, you know what? Sometimes you just have to sit there and put your hand on your neck to make sure to, to, to make your body acknowledge that you're using your neck muscles to breathe. And nobody virtually that I've signed up for their programs has told me that. They've just watched me breathe and said, Ooh, good job, good job. Well, no, it wasn't a good job because I was using my neck muscles. We need someone to fight for the underdog, and I take on that challenge because I myself am the underdog. <laughs> Every now and then, just got to be a little wonky and have a little bit of daggone fun. Because if not, this illness will drive you plumb insane and or crazy. If that's not the same thing, redundancy, whatever. It does take away so many things from you. Don't let it take your sense of humor. Do all you can. And if all you can is to lie in bed and squeeze your butt cheeks while you're listening to me to work on tightening up your glutes then you did good for the day. I'm doing that while kind of sucking my stomach in a little bit by keeping my pelvis down. There you go. See, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm not multitasking like I used to. I could sit there. I could put my earbuds in because my mother-in-law, when she was talking to me, she would not. She talks like this. It's so nice. How, how, are you doing? You know, I, I, I fed my cat. I went to the store. Yes, today is not a good day for me. I'm not feeling like doing much of anything. So you can tell that the way I speak and at the speed I go, that that would probably annoy me. But because I loved her so much and I was willing to put up with anything, I would just put my earbuds in and continue on about my day. And that was when I was able to get up. I'd clean my toilet. I'd do everything that didn't raise noise so it didn't seem like I wasn't paying attention to her. I took a shower. That's right, I took a shower. I did everything with my earbuds in because it took her a while to get the things that she wanted out, out, and I just couldn't sit there and do nothing like she was while I was on the phone for 20 minutes. So that's why I invite you. Squeeze your butt cheeks together. Tighten up those glutes. Do your isometric exercises. That's right. AWOL Zebra is for the underdog in you. For when you can't do those pelvic tilts. When you can't do... Why would somebody give a person that has hypermobility and pops their shoulders out push-ups to do? I ask you why in the world when I get on the floor, and I this wasn't asked of me. This is a friend of mine whose shoulder pops out just picking up a bottle of nail polish. And I question myself, why would they give her, thank you so much, ooh, the mail. 
Oh, it's a bill, but it's okay. I'm almost done paying them. My husband just walked in to give me the mail. And of course, I love getting mail, but it's a bill from Peak Physical Therapy. I think I owe them the last $200. And that was the last place that popped my pelvis out. But okay, whatever. Let's pay them and get this over with. But you see, she bends over to pick up a bottle of fingernail polish and her shoulder pops out. So her physio tells her, let's do push-ups. So she's now going to put her entire body weight on her arms, on her feet, her toes. They all dislocate in order to strengthen her shoulders. I don't quite get it, but I don't have that education. So perhaps her physio knows far more than I do. But I digress. Again, I represent those of us that can't but want to. I represent those of us that are stuck in bed and want to do something. So squeeze those butt cheeks together. Suck that stomach in. Don't forget to breathe. Inhale and exhale. Do your six seconds in, your six seconds out. I found out that the woman I interviewed is actually, and I didn't know it, she's actually somebody she well everybody's somebody but if she's somebody in the land of healing and stuff like that and i didn't know this when i interviewed her so i'm so excited because she actually is knowledgeable and understands about doing things that don't cost money and i'll save all that for the podcast before the next podcast so that you'll be ready for the interview and i can't wait but yes i represent you The individual that can't do squat. The individual that needs to put a TENS unit on their belly to tighten up those muscles because you can't do a sit-up. My mother was doing 300 sit-ups a day and couldn't get rid of her love handles and the fat that she said she had around her stomach because all you're doing is add muscle underneath fat. So you got to get rid of the fat first. I know this. But this was at the time that they did the grapefruit diets, the cottage cheese diets. You go get your B12 shots and stuff like that. The best thing I remember about her going to all these diet clinics and Weight Watchers was that my treat was we got to go out to eat after because that was her cheat day. And then the other thing was if it went to the Weight Watchers, it was at this hotel and they had tabletop pong. So cool. And for those of you that don't know pong, (laughs) look it up and centipede my all-time favorite game but for those of you that can do nothing and i am one of those people i suggest isometric your way to a happier healthier new you squeeze those butt cheeks squeeze that stomach put your shoulders back make sure they're level make sure that that side that's taken over is being pushed down and be prepared for the pain but it'll so be worth it i'm not going to ask you to do anything that's going to pop yourself out of place so i am your advocate for those of you that cannot speak and don't have a voice just message me i'll get your message to somebody i'll represent you isn't that scary that i (laughs) oh no christy lynn hanchy goes to the white house Christy Lynn Hanchy goes to advocate in front of Congress. That would be a scary thought, wouldn't it? Oh, I hope you're having a wonderful day. 
Hope your pain is minimal. And I thank you for being here each and every day. Stay tuned. We'll find out what happens tomorrow. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. I sincerely appreciate you being here. Have a lovely day.